All right, welcome back, ladies and gents. Today, we're going to talk about uh, something outside of the realm of finance, but it does sit well within the realm of economics. We're going to be looking at crime and crime statistics and this explosion in different types of crime that has occurred just this year. I'm also going to tell you about a conversation I had with a female police officer yesterday and what she told me about crime in her area. But before we go on to that, for all of the Patreon members, the private community members, I have just finished, I've spent all day and a lot of last night recording your uh, monthly investment video. It's going to be a really long one. It took me two hours to record. So by the time it's edited, it will be just over an hour, maybe an hour and 15, something like that. So I'll get that out to you early tomorrow morning. Okay, so let me tell you about this conversation with the police officer and I took notes. So I do have her permission to share some of this information with you. It's not as if I'm uh, breaching privacy here. So this lady is a current serving police officer in Pennsylvania. So for those of you who aren't in the USA, that is a state in the USA. And I was very surprised as to what she told me. And she said that, I mean, this lady grew up in, I think she said either Queens or Bronx or something like that. She's pretty tough. Um, and that's by any standards. I know a lot of real tough women. And believe me, she was tough. And one of the things she said to me, um, uh, basically she contacted me. She wants a little bit of coaching to set up her own business. She wants out of the police force immediately. She said she would leave tomorrow if she could. Uh, a couple of the reasons for that, and I'll tell you. So here's some notes. Two of her colleagues have been shot dead this year, one male, one female. She said that crime, especially gun crime and violent crime, she's noticed it up 3x, so three times since January of this year. She said that some days she responds to three shooting incidents in a single day. And basically she said, um, if I don't get out of the job now, I don't think I'll live to see my children grow up. So those were a couple of the notes that I took that she said to me. Now, you may have seen on Fox Business last week, there was this video doing the rounds. I'll put it on screen now, the slide. And it shows statistics that are up from March 2021 to March 2022. Top left one there, <clears throat> crimes against women up 14.9%, robbery up 46.7%, felony up 21.4%, and shooting victims up 8.6%. I also noticed that there were some travel advisory notices to the USA, which is pretty much unheard of. I've never seen these before but they began somewhere around 2019. In fact, let me open the shared screen here to show you. So this was one from Amnesty International. Global human rights movement issues travel warning for the US due to rampant gun violence. So that was one. There was also this article from Business Insider, 13 travel warnings other countries have issued about visiting the United States. Now bear in mind, this was before the pandemic, before we saw all the social unrest that, that came about from, uh, we had the George Floyd incident. We then had a lot of the riots that, that happened after that. We've then got inflation and, uh, you know, a lot of social issues going on at the moment. But there's warnings of, from across, again, look, Japan warned residents that US is a gun society. We have Venezuela's foreign ministry. <laughs> this is the irony. Venezuela 
recommending postponing travel plans to the US due to the proliferation of acts of violence and crimes of indiscriminate hatred. And it just goes on and on and on, all of these different countries issuing warnings. We then go over to the UK and there's warnings for UK not to travel to the USA, or if you do, be careful because of uh, crime and terrorism. And this is interesting to me because in the UK, we don't really have the same kind of crime in the USA. So the UK tends to have um, a different kind of crime. It's not as much gun-related crime. It's more things like burglary or assault and things like that. However, I will say, and I've mentioned this on videos before, one of the reasons that I left the UK, and again, there was a whole host of reasons, but one of them was that someone was murdered in our cul-de-sac. Now, it wasn't on my end, it was down the bottom but someone was actually murdered. And it's not as if this was a bad cul-de-sac in a bad area. It was a really nice cul-de-sac, nice houses in a nice area. Another thing that occurred was where we had one of our businesses. So many of you know my wife has a YouTube channel. She's a, a specialist, an expert in a type of uh, drink. So she does beverage consulting. Well, we owned a number of cafes. And I remember one night that I went to collect her, she was locking up and we heard shootings. So there was gunfire in the street and two people were shot. And this video was also doing the rounds um, over the last week, more crime in New York City. We had this event where someone, you know, hijacked a car, very, I won't show you it all, very, very violent incident, uh, took off with his car. We have these motorbike gangs and quad bike gangs stealing cars and assaulting people and broad daylight. We've then got a lot of these other videos doing the rounds at the moment of just gun crime in the middle of the street in broad daylight, some of, the, some of these things. And this isn't a right-wing news channel, by the way, where they're showing some of these numbers. 485 murders, highest in 10 years. Shootings, highest in 15 years double the 2019 levels. You know, people thinking that they can get away with whatever they want. That's where we are now, which is, you know, really scary. Just a total disrespect for humanity. And I think that kind of sums it up, actually, what that lady uh, was just saying. There is this now, this complete disrespect or disregard for humanity by, again, it's a very, if you look at the statistics, it's a very small group of people. It's not as if the whole of society have, you know, become more violent or there's more criminals out there. It looks as though, and again, I'm just reading the data here, but it looks as though it's a small percentage of people who, because they're not being incarcerated, because they're not being put into prison, because in the US they want to keep the prison numbers down and not have as many men in prison, you're seeing a lot more repeat offenders. It's all in the data. But I honestly don't think it helps when, again, we have some of these media channels who put out absolute nonsense. I saw this video today. The real picture is murkier. While murders have skyrocketed this summer in some major cities, other property crimes are down. In the last month, robberies have dropped in New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Philadelphia, Oakland, and Seattle. So this is correct. Again, looking at the data and statistics, a lot of these other crimes have dropped against a backdrop of more uh, violent crime increasing. Burglary and grand larceny have also fallen in some cities. Why is that? As one of the nation's experts on this, I think it's very important for you to understand that we have absolutely no idea. Okay, okay, let's just pause there a second. So he said, 
As one of the nation's experts on this, we have absolutely no idea. While I'm definitely not an expert on crime or any of the crime statistics or anything like that, but what really I found baffling about that comment just now is it seems pretty obvious to me why those crimes have dropped. Burglary and assault and things like that during the lockdown periods? Am I just thinking, you know, too much into this? Am I oversimplifying it? If people are at home, they're locked down, there's not going to be burglaries. If people are at home and locked down, and again, we're talking 2020 sort of period and some of 21, how can they get assaulted by people outside in the street? How can you be carjacked if you're sat at home and your car is on the driveway and you're not in it? Right? I mean, this seems pretty obvious to me, but maybe I'm missing something. And it kind of made me think about a lot of the experts who are, you know, like that gentleman there said, we have absolutely no idea why crime is like this and, and why these things are happening. I've thought of a couple of things. And again, I'm not saying these are facts, but I think the most important thing and probably the one thing that's driving this, this um, violent crime the most and a lot of crime is this wealth divide that we're seeing. And I've talked about this a lot and I talked about it two years ago and I said this wealth divide will create more crime as we move forward. And also if you look at the statistics around millennials and the generation below and now you have the, the younger generation, a lot of them just can't see any way out. They see the heavy debt burdens, they see a lot of the wealth is contained with certain people and that they're never gonna get that sort of money. So for people who, again, like commentators say, crime's gonna go down, I think the opposite. I think we're gonna see an increased level of crime as a result of this wealth divide. And I think especially once the food issues come to the forefront. Look, people were looting, you know, during certain events over the last couple of years, they were looting for fun, right? You saw it, people were looting for fun. Now imagine that food prices and other uh, goods become unaffordable for certain people. And those people before might have looted for fun. What do you think they're gonna do when it comes to getting food? And this is just human nature. If people can't afford food, but they still need, because everyone needs food, everyone needs to eat. So if people can't afford food, but they need food, they're gonna take it. So I think we're gonna see an increase in crime on this sort of level as well. Now, if you're interested in reading up on a lot more of this, there's something called the Council on Criminal Justice, and they put out their report, which is quite interesting, actually. Uh, num this is for the United States. Number of homicides increased by 16% during the first half of 2021. And even in the UK, we saw increased crime. You can go through and read a lot of this, but what did we see a lot of increases of? A certain kind of offense that we aren't allowed to talk about on YouTube, but what we did see was offenses rise by 22% in a certain category, which again, I'm not allowed to use these words on this platform. But one thing that I do wanna bring your attention to is this graph, which I was shocked by. Again, one of my friends mentioned to look at this graph. He said, you might be uh, quite disturbed by it. So this is the number of referrals of children, shall we say, and you can see the uh, just the absolute spike in this graph. In fact, let me go up a bit more and you can see what this is about. An increase of 27% in the number of modern slavery offenses involving a child victim. So one of the other reasons I wanted to make this video was because a lot of people ask me why 
I don't like big cities right now and why I wouldn't want to be in a big city in the coming few years. Well, I think I've pretty much outlined everything in this video here with some of these data sets, but I've really just scratched the surface. If you're interested in crime statistics, there is huge amounts of data that you can look at online. For me, I didn't really need to see all of the data to know that crime is increasing. But I've covered before on numerous videos why I think crime is increasing, especially certain types of crime, which I've alluded to in this video here. Be safe, everyone out there. Make sure you're safe, make sure your families are safe, make sure your children are safe. It's very easy to be complacent and forget um, the world we live in right now. But of course, we don't wanna live in fear. We wanna enjoy ourselves. We wanna live a free life and not worry about crime. So we've talked about the channel about preparation, finances and all the economics and your food prep and energy and all these other things. But one thing we don't really talk about a lot is crime, is protection, are your defenses. And defenses don't necessarily mean, you know, you're, you're tough and do martial arts or you have weapons and things like that. It can also include cybersecurity, making sure that, you know, you change your passwords regularly and you've got firewalls and, and all these sort of things. So I guess what you know, the message of today is make sure that you're protected against crime right across the board, not just in your personal finances, but when you're out in the street or when you are at home. So thank you so much for watching today. I really appreciate you as a subscriber. Take care, God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow.